Hi everyone, welcome to the wonderful life of ministry derived from 1 Corinthians 16, 15, devoted themselves to the ministry of the saints. This is your brother Josh. Let's go. I'm calling this podcast, Ministry is Full of... If you would like to follow along with me, we will be in Acts 20, beginning in verse 17. The Apostle Paul is calling for the elders of the church at Ephesus, and it reads this. From Miletus he sent to Ephesus, and called for the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said to them, You know, from the first day that I came to Asia, in what manner I always lived among you, serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears and trials, which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews, how I kept back nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly and from house to house, testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And see, now I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And indeed, now I know that you all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, will see my face no more. Therefore I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all men, for I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Therefore take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves men will rise up, speaking perverse things, to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore watch, and remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel. Yes, you yourselves know that these hands have provided for my necessities and for those who were with me. I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak. And remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. And when he had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. 
Then they all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spoke, that they would see his face no more, and they accompanied him to the ship. God bless the reading of his word. The first takeaway from this passage and the ministry of Paul is that ministry is full of tears. Verse 19, with many tears. Verse 31, warning everyone night and day with tears. Verse 37, they all wept freely. Ministry is full of tears. If that does not convince you, Jesus himself shed many tears during his three-year ministry. In John 11, Jesus wept for Lazarus, who was in the grave. In Luke 19, Jesus wept over the city of Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you were not willing. How about Matthew 26 when Jesus prayed in the garden of Gethsemane and his sweat turned into drops of blood and how he cried to the Father, Is there any other way to pay for the sins of the world? Ministry is full of tears. And if tears are not part of your resume, I understand we have different personalities, but if nothing breaks your heart for the sake of the gospel and his kingdom, you may want to reevaluate your spiritual life. I'm not saying we make up tears or that we cry all the time, but do you pause to consider when Christian backslide or members are divided? Do you pause to consider when marriages break, when children rebel, when seats are vacant, when the parking lot is empty, when there is insufficient funds in the account, when you see the loss, does it bring you to the point of tears? Number two, ministry is full of trials. In verse 19, in that same verse, it says, Serving the Lord with all humility, with many tears and trials. There are trials in ministry. And if you're wondering why the Apostle Paul is such a common figure illustrated, maybe this passage might make us appreciate more of his example, and we would be more grateful of our roles in the church. In 2 Corinthians 11, beginning in verse 22, it says, Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more, Paul is saying. He continues on by saying, In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in debts often. From the Jews five times I received forty stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night 
and a day I have been in the deep. In journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness. Can you see the trials? In perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, besides the other things what comes upon me daily, my deep concern for all the churches. Just reading this makes me embarrassed, but I'm not going to burden myself with that. But what blows my mind concerning the Apostle Paul are two things. First, he wanted to know the fellowship of Christ's sufferings, Philippians 3.10. And secondly, the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that will be revealed in us, Romans 8.18. And if you can understand these two truths from God's Word, you can be a better ministry leader. Ministry is full of tears. Ministry is full of trials. And finally, ministry is also full of trophies. I love what verse 24 says of our passage in Acts 20, how Paul is not distracted by the present sufferings, but rather he is focused to finish the race with joy. And in verse 32, he is talking to believers. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. There are rewards beyond our imagination. We have an inheritance for the sanctified. James 1.12 says this, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, a reward which the Lord has promised to those who love him. In Colossians 3, verse 22 to 24, Bond servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. And listen to this, knowing that from the Lord you will receive, what does it say? The reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. So church leader, I want to encourage you with this, the same way Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy 4, But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me, here's the reward, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved 
His appearing. Church, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Heavenly Father, may we just be grateful that you have allowed us to be part of your program. May we not lose heart, and may we keep our eyes on the prize, and may we fulfill the ministry that you have entrusted to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.